Well, a little Seals and Crofts. Going out to our man, Kef. Yeah. By request on the Facebook Live. And he says, not that I like hot weather. Yuck. But he said, I just like this song. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, you know, I think that if you think that summer temps Sweat. and humidity <laughs> and mosquitoes is great, I think we might need to counsel you. Like, we... <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You got all these people like can't wait for summer. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Golly, it's brutal. It's brutal in the state of Arkansas. But uh anyway, welcome back. 1030 RWRC Radio. We are listed and sold by Dustin White Realty. We're live here in the Unico Bank Studios right here on 969 The Ticket, Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, Ritter Communications, Tubetown, Channel 21, the Facebook Live, the TuneIn Radio app, and RWRC Radio. Dot com. It is an eighteen twelve Pizza Company throwback Thursday. Find them online eighteen twelve Pizza Company dot com. Three locations to serve you. The original location right there in Manila on Highway eighteen. Of course, uh, the Ray Street location here in Jonesboro with a very convenient pickup window. And of course, the newest eighteen twelve location right there on Old Greensboro Road, aka Hilltop. Pizza, salad, wings, nachos grilled cheeses, and so much more. Order online or just download the app for your smartphone. It's so much easier. Eat local, eat pizza at 1812. I saw where the other day you stocked up there pretty good I did. with 1812. I did. Delicious as always. But uh, anyway, back in action, hotline 870-330-0927. Quality Farm Supply, text line 870-372-RWRC. That is 7972. And as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed, right on car wash, social media, sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this 1812 Pizza Company throwback Thursday. As promised, let's get ready to head to the Back in Action hotline, and welcome to the show, the one, the only, Mr. Tommy Walker. What up? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, we're just uh, hanging out, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty big day. I've seen uh, the news already. Uh, hit on social media, but uh, we yeah. knew you were going to join us to talk about the Withrow Award, something that's near and dear to your heart. But, uh, man, it's good having you. Yeah, it's no doubt any time that I'm talking about Arkansas State football and especially the offensive line, you know, it's it's made my day for sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, excited about the Withrow Award. It's actually this is the 18th year wow. that we've had uh, the Gary Withrow Award. And uh, there's been three uh, two-time recipients, uh, which made the 15th person to win it. But uh, we're excited about coming in in Jonesboro on the spring game, April 17th, and presenting the individual award. And I would like to go through a a few of the guys here, just go down the list and see if it reminds you or if you remember some of these names of the Withrow Award. Okay, let's do it. All right. So 2003 was Kamani Jones. Mm -hmm. He was the first recipient. Stephen Gibbs. And then Tanner Jenkins won uh, 05 and 06. Wow. And Matt Mandich won 07, 08. And then we have uh, the infamous Derek Newton with the Houston <laughs> Texans, 09. And uh, 2010, Safa Atu. And 2011, Tom Castellaw. And 12 is Zach McKnight. 2013 was Stephen Hunga. And 2014, Alan Wright. 2015, Colton Jackson, 2016, Jamar Clark, 
2017 and 18, Leonard Bonner. 2019, Jared Horst. And the 2020 recipient of the Gary Withrow Award is Ivory Scott Jr., big offensive guard. So oh, yeah. very happy for him. A beast mode uh, offensive lineman. Yeah, no doubt. Ivory uh, Ivory's uh, incredible. And, and you know, Tommy, you know better than anybody uh, that, uh, you know, a lot of times – you, you, you see the the playmakers that are that are getting all of the attention. So this is certainly one of those times that you can get those big hog maulers some uh, some uh, attention, and it's much deserved. Absolutely. I mean, we you know we we established this award uh, on behalf of Gary Withrow, which coached the offensive line seven seventeen years at Arkansas State, and uh, you know he was a a coach that you know definitely was a tough love coach. You know he. He uh, demanded the very best out of all of his players. And, uh, you know, I think this has uh, established this award where it gives the offensive linemen something to strive for each year because they really don't get any, uh, you know, only self-satisfaction you get out of offensive linemen watching the running back or receiver go down the field and score a touchdown or, or, or do good in the game. Well, that just shows you that, that you did your job, you know. You was talking about mosquitoes and heat and uh, humidity in, in Jonesboro. I mean, I – I snapped right back to, you know, when we had three, three days back in the day. And I, I just remember, you know, on the same practice field that they practice on now, you know, leaning back, you know, stretching my hamstrings and uh, quads. And if we just had a breath of air, a fresh air that blew across as a breeze, I mean, it was like it just made our day. It was so thick and hot. And, uh, you know, we had the uh, – the Alcatraz, which is that little plot of land that pull, when you pull into the stadium, oh, yeah. right to the right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I think we need to get a get a plaque set out there. You know, the Withrow Warriors <laughs> uh, survived the Alcatraz. You know, you, you talk about Coach Withrow and, and, and tough love and how tough he was. But I remember we had interviewed Lacel. Oh man, this has been years ago, back when we were at the other station. And I remember during one of the breaks, Coach Lacey and I were sitting there talking, and, and he said, you know, he said, sometimes I had to pull Withrow to the side and just say, man, I'm tough. But he says, you're tougher than me. You need to lighten up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time we were – right before we were playing Louisiana Tech, you know, we go down to Louisiana, it was always hotter than it was oh, yeah. in Arkansas. And he had the offensive line uh, – he would he would uh, allow us to take our knee braces off. That was you know, that was a blessing there that we was able to do that. But we ran 19 gassers, and so the next day I said, Coach Withrow, I said, you know, why didn't we go ahead and just run 20 gassers instead of 19? He said, Well, Walker, I I think if we'd have run 20, we probably would have killed you. Yeah. <laughs> so he stopped. He stopped right before he killed us. So. <laughs> Well, Tommy, I want to ask you, you know, obviously anybody who knows you uh, does, doesn't have to question uh, that you bleed scarlet and black. And, you know, I want to ask you about uh, your, your best memory at Arkansas State as a player and your best memory since uh, you've been part of, uh, part of this Withrow Award. Of course, the Old Warriors Club, we've talked about that before. But your best memory on the field, your best memory off the field, Arkansas State related. Well, I'll tell you, the best memory I have on, on the field was uh, in 1981, our last game that we played Tulsa in uh, Indian Stadium. Oh, yeah. And, and we beat them 31-7. to And I tell you, that, that was probably our best 
our our best offensive line that we had. We had center uh, was John McCaughey, and I played right guard, and Ken Armbrus played left guard, and uh, we had Paul Gilbo at offensive tackle, and and Rob Wiles uh, and and also Price Gardner were rotating at tackle, and uh, you know that was Ken and uh, John and Paul Gilbo's senior year, and they all went. You know, they, they got an opportunity to play in the NFL and USFL. And that was my sophomore year. And uh, But, I mean, that was a tremendous line. We went down to Kansas as well. And, you know, we should have had them, you know, oh, had them beaten up. 12 men on the field man, penalty. Yeah, just, yeah don't, don't bring that up. Don't bring yeah, that up. Yeah, I know. Up. I know. We're talking about best memories. But that, that was a good team that year. And, uh, you know, we had a, a solid offense and defense. But uh, that tell you – that last game against Tulsa, we even threw a pass for a touchdown, you know, in the wishbone. Uh, <laughs> Very <laughs> rare. For us. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, you know, we had Maurice Carthorne at fullback and Waddell Kelly running back and Dennis Walker and Gil Stego. We had, you know, we had some uh, Byron, um, uh, Byron Dunnick from Little Rock Central High School. But we were solid on the offense. And, uh, you know, Tim Langford was our quarterback. But, uh, you know, it, it was good times. Uh you know, being off the field, I tell you, the best times that I, I can I can think of is is the old Warriors cookouts. Uh, you know, we have every year. We didn't get to have it last year, but uh, I think we're bringing it back this year. It will probably be the uh, UCA or the Memphis State uh, University of Memphis game, first two games this year. But that's that's the times that's uh, very valuable to you when you get all the guys back and you talk about old times, you know, and get to see everybody. I mean, the they talk about the brotherhood of Arkansas State football. It definitely runs deep, and uh, we love to see each other. You know, you talk about the tailgating. You know, that that was one thing, you know, that everybody, and even myself, you know, everybody just said, man, just the tailgating, uh, not having it, just – it's just – it just seemed weird, you know, this past season. And, you know, of course, I would tell people, I said, well, it's just – you know, it's the protocol. Just live with it. I mean, you know, you just – you know, it can't happen, but I, 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 like I said, you know, and it looks like, you know, it's going to come back this year, but yeah, that's one of the things I always miss, uh, about tailgating was that one, that one weekend, uh, or that one game that y'all would always have the old warriors. And I'd always walk, come by the tent and just, you know, and, and see a bunch of the old guys and reminisce and everything. And, but, uh, you know, knock on wood, you know, the Creek, don't rise, you know, hopefully uh, everything work out this year and tailgating will be back out there at Arkansas State. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I can't wait to come down to the spring game uh, and uh, on the 17th and, you know, be able to see the team. And very, very excited about uh, Butch Jones and how he's leading the team. You know, I'm looking at these videos on online and it looks like that Coach Withrow probably would have fit in very well with what he's doing nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I, think, the old yeah. School, I uh, think that's safe. Uh, I think that's a safe and, to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the blood pit and the bull, bull in the ring, and I'm like, okay, I, you know, we're going back to the old school uh, ways of doing things uh, with, you know, a lot of discipline and hard work and determination, and, you know, that's what you need in football. There's going to have to be – there's a time in the ball game as offensive lineman where you're going to have to line up and hit somebody in the mouth and go score to win the game, you know. So that's what he's trying to create, I think, is, you know, that, that uh, tough love like we were talking about with, with Coach Withrow. I think maybe uh, Coach Jones may be the same way. 
I want to ask you, we're joined here by Tommy Walker on the uh, Back in Action Hotline. Tommy, you know, when we talk about Ivory Scott and the Gary Withrow Award, and, you know, we, we talk about the previous winners of this award, I, I think it's important to kind of remind everybody kind of the criteria that is set for this award and what exactly this means. And, of course, you know, we, we talk about O-line play and, and, and whatnot, but there's a, there's a lot of different criteria that actually goes into you guys making this selection. No doubt, uh, you know, offensive lineman uh, is uh, probably one of the, the most selfless positions that you can you can actually play, because you really get you know zero credit during the year. Uh, you just do your job, you know, and go off to the sidelines, and you know there's no really publicity at all that you have. So it's basically talk, hard work and determination, uh, being a leader, you know, in the offensive line, and also you got to fight through adversity, uh, you know, as far as injuries and that type of stuff. There were several linemen uh, this past year that were deserving of the Withrow Award. But, you know, they didn't make it through the season. Or, you know, uh, had some nitpicking injuries. They had to come back and forth, you know. But Ivory Scott, I think he played left guard. He played right guard. You know, he, he's one of them players where you just put him in a position where, that you need, and he's ready to roll, you know. He, he's a, a smart player. He knows the plays. He knows what, what to do. But, you know, I would encourage anybody, if they haven't seen uh, Ivory Scott and the rest of the offensive line, to go on YouTube and just, you know, Google search a game from last year. And just watch the right guard number 70 and watch him, you know, come off the ball and hit people and, you know, his agility and determination on the field, you know, getting his job done. You know, Tommy, you know, you talk about, you know, that, that the O-line does not get a lot of credit. But I know that when we, you know, start, you know, we used to do a broadcast on Saturday from J-Towns, but, it, but on Friday usually we break down the game. But we're both in agreement, you know, both Joel and I, you know, it's like, you know, we can break it down and the keys to, to do a victory and this, that, whatever. But we always say defensively, it starts with the D line. Offensively, it starts with the O line. That's right. Period. In the trenches. Tackle. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> but it starts in the trenches. I mean, you, you know, you, you know, you've got, you've got to basically, you've got to own that real estate in the trenches. You know, when you see the quarterback back there patting the football, looking for a wide open, you know, receiver, there's a reason why he's patting the football because he's got protection, and you know, and that's how we've been so successful the past few years with our passing and and uh, you know getting all the yards and accolades for the receivers and quarterbacks and that type of stuff. Is offensive line, you know, it started started right there, get, allowing them time to throw the ball and be able to you know look through all their different options, and then throw the deep ball if they have to. But uh, you know, it's it's a it is a team sport, you know. But it it does start on the offensive and defensive line, which is you know uh, the most brutal uh, positions that you can play is the interior line. But uh, you got to be you know physically and and uh, mentally ready for that. I remember in 1991, I believe it was 83 was my last year. So in 91 they had an alumni game, and we came back and there was I think we had 99 old warriors that came back to play full pads against wow. the regular team. And uh, it, was, it was one year that Ray Perkins uh, was our coach, and he brought that back. And so I remember, you know, we come out, and, and they actually put us in the positions where, you know, with our team that we played with. And so Langford was our coach. I mean, our, our quarterback, sorry. And, uh, you know, we had several different uh, linemen. John Susky, I think, was there, and Price Gardner, and Ed Trout, and 
a few other players. Uh, but, you know, we lined up, got in a huddle, and, and Langford is called to play. And, we, were, you know, you, you run the play so many times in your uh, career that it's just embedded in your brain, you know, repetition. And so we just started running plays. Well, I remember I, I probably was in like four or five plays during that game. You know, coming off just like I did back in in '83, uh, and the next day my my whole forehead was purple. It was bruised. <laughs> and my, I had bruises all over my arms. I was like, man, I only I was only in there for four or five plays. I can't imagine playing a whole game. But your your body is not accustomed to that. You know, after you stop playing, you know, it's it's a brutal sport, and people don't realize. You know, they go out and watch the game, go to cookouts, and have a big time. But these guys are in in a war. You know, it's a it's a brutal sport. Tommy, I want to ask you, uh, you know, obviously playing in the 80s and uh, being around football now and you're, you're really, you know, zoned in on what goes on at Arkansas State. What's the biggest difference that you see from your playing days to now that really stands out to you? Well, I mean, the first thing that I can see is the facility is unbelievable. Uh, what they have now to play in, uh, you know, when I got in as a freshman, uh, we had the old house trailers out there uh, beside the stadium that had, had been a tornado uh, hit and, and messed our facility up. And so we had the offense was on, it's like double wide trailers and had like three or four of them lined up, you know, back to back. And so they opened them all up to where it's one long room. And the offense was on one side and the defense was on the other. That's where you dressed, you know, that was your, your facility. I remember Coach Lacewell, he'd come in and he'd address the offense and he, you know, he'd talk to the offensive side, and then he'd turn his back to us and then talk to the defense. <laughs> so, but, man, the facility nowadays is just unreal what they uh, they have to offer these athletes and, and the training and, uh, you know, department with Ron, uh, Ron Carroll still being there after all these years. You know, I know he has seen such a change there, being there for 40-some years. But, um, you know, to be able to – to rehab and, and all things after you have the injury is just amazing. Got the medical center right beside the stadium and it's just truly amazing. And, you know, I'm so proud to be a part of the Arkansas state football tradition and, and, you know, being part of the, uh, the football school. All right, Tommy, I'm going to put you on the spot. I already know the answer, but I want everybody else to hear it from your voice instead of mine. Uh, if, if, Tommy Walker had to say he hated one opponent more than any other opponent. Uh, which opponent would it be team-wise? Memphis State. <laughs> Already knew. <laughs> Already knew. <laughs> you, you know Memphis State because the last game I ever played in was against Memphis. And we were beating them 14-7. Uh, to 7. We, we drove down to – there was a minute and a half left in the game. And we're driving in where I think we're on a 13-yard line. And uh, they called a, a, a penalty. We're about to score to go up 21-7. And they called a chop block on Barry King, our, our left guard, senior, captain. You know, we, we were running wishbone, so we, we didn't chop block. We just cut block, you know, as you're doing an over block or whatever. So they give us a 15-yard penalty. And so, uh, you know, we get in the huddle and length for cause a, uh, like a swing pass. I'm like, what's going on, you know, because we kick a field goal and we win the game. I guess we try to catch him off guard or something. I don't know. But anyway, Langford drops back and uh, throws a pass out to the left, and Percy Neighbors, the defensive uh, back for Memphis State, picked it off and ran it like 77 yards, I think it was. And the last thing I remember seeing, Ray Brown was the only guy left that could try to catch him, and he couldn't catch him. <laughs> and they went down and scored. And, and they kicked a, 
they kicked a field goal. They didn't go for two to win the game. They kicked a field goal to tie it. So the last game I ever played in my career was a 14-14 tie against Memphis. And I, I to this day, I still remember it. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, because, uh, yeah, I was on the sideline. So, so, Tommy, to say that you would have September 11th circled on your calendar this year would be putting it mildly, right? Oh, oh man. And, <laughs> see, that's the thing. We never did get the, uh, Memphis come in our stadium. We always had to go to them. You know, mm-hmm. I think we played them three times when I was there, and they never would come to us. And uh, so now they're coming to Jonesboro, man. We wouldn't uh, back in the day. We wouldn't uh, allow them to get out alive, you know. <laughs> I guess, when was it? Seventy-five. They, you know, they they beat them bad. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then, yeah. Seventy-five uh, 80, was the first time they they had played. Yeah, uh, that was since, at, uh, uh, what was Bowl. it? Nineteen fifty-eight, I think it was. So that was the first time they had played. Uh, they have renewed that rivalry. Seventy-five. And uh, but yeah, but but from like 1958 on, they didn't they did not play, and uh, like I said, 75 it was the first the first time they played. I, and, and matter of fact, I was at that game, and uh, we were just going nuts because yeah, the, you know Arkansas State pretty much had their way with them. But you know, you talk about Memphis, but but you know people asked me, and I said, well, I said it's a toss up with me. I said, you know, to me it's it's you know it's like one A. Louisiana Tech, 1B, Memphis, you know, for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the conference was Louisiana Tech, no doubt. But that's back back in the, the Robert Spear and, uh, you know, Ken Jones and uh, T.J. Humphrey, offensive lineman at Withrow, always talked about them, All-Americans. Uh, you know, they had some awesome teams back in 70, 75, the, those two undefeated seasons. And, and then uh, I believe uh, – after I left, we went to Memphis and beat them again. Uh, I guess at eighty six or eighty seven, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we and, did. Uh, I, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, I believe that's the game that Dwayne Brown had to sit out, and Mark Robbins ended up being the quarterback. And then the the final score was what thirty to ten or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he just run up and down the field. I remember running the option. He was he did a great job. But uh, yeah, anytime we beat Memphis, it was awesome. And then and then we got you know I've already talked about. Uh, to, to Tom Bowen about, you know, being from Memphis. You, know, <laughs> Memphis, you gotta get a switch the blood over real quick. <laughs> <laughs> if if not, you'll help him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great guy. I'm, I'm so happy he's with us. He's going to do a great job for us. All right, Tommy, last uh, thing for you. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Robert Spears says hello. Bill Taylor says hello. Uh, we're getting messages in. They, they say hello to you. Uh, but last thing I want to ask you before I let you go, if you could right, give one piece of advice to this 2021 offensive line of Arkansas State, what would it be? When we're inside the 20 in the red zone, those are the, the times that uh, the game is won inside the 20. So those times that we did not score this past year, we've got to find a way to come together as an offensive line and go score. And uh, there's going to be times in the uh, in your career where there's, the game's on the line, and if you don't get it done, I can promise you by, you know, uh, thinking about it myself, those times like the Kansas game we mentioned, if you don't get it done, it it's like a thorn in your side the rest of your life, you know. You you just think about if I'd have just given – you know, the offensive line, if we'd just given a little bit more effort during this time, if we'd have just finished when the game was on the line or when we were inside the 20, if we'd just 
you know, gave that extra effort to get it done, I promise you, uh, you know, it'll pay off for the rest of your life, man. The memories are just unbelievable. Well, Tommy, we appreciate you as always, man. It's good to catch up with you. The 20, uh, the, the newest recipient of the Gary Withrow Award, uh, Ivory Scott, six foot four, 315 pound offensive guard from Kenner, Louisiana. Uh, as the recipient, man, we uh, we always enjoy having you, man. Let's uh, let's do it again, and I know we're going to see you smiling big in the fall. Yes, sir. I'll be there for sure. All right. I'll take care, and thank you for having me on. I Absolutely. See you, Tommy. Tommy Walker, great, great dude, and uh, you, you you never you you never have a, a question as to where he stands on Memphis or uh, where his love is. Of Arkansas State, you know, and today being Thursday, a throwback Thursday, a lot of times I will, I will, I will post an old picture from A State Athletics, and I've used this picture several times, and I pull it out every once in a while, but it's Tommy sitting on the horse that the Chief rode. That's a big man on a horse. Yeah, ain't no doubt. <laughs> ain't no doubt. We're going to have a super short break because we'll have to turn it around fast and get ready for the top of the hour break. Uh, a little scandal. The Warrior, going out to our man Tommy Walker.